Welcome to Positive Living Through Philosophy. I'm Dr. Mary Mitchell, and the topic today is our real agenda. You know, most of the people we know and love started out as strangers. Have you ever thought about that? At one time or another, most of the people in our life were strangers. And don't we all want more people to love and more people to love us? This is one purpose of greeting your neighbors or introducing yourselves to others at gatherings or in meetings, even in a bank line. <laughs> Perhaps this stranger will eventually become someone you love and respect. The Dalai Lama said that it's important to understand how much of our own happiness is linked to that of others. There's no individual happiness totally independent of others. Our most prized possessions don't compare in the value of loving and being loved. Whether it's juicy romantic love or the natural and unquestioned love between a parent and child, that deep bond that forms between good friends or the unconditional love we experience when we feel connected to everything around us. Don't you always get that at the ocean or at a creek or in a forest? The essence of the experience is the same. We are held by a powerful, mysterious force. It almost feels like a living presence that allows us to be part of something greater than ourselves, And it's called love. We long for love. We pray for it, maybe die for it, live for it. And we feel deep happiness over it. Although sometimes we feel pain. Would anyone doubt that when our hearts are full of love that we are happy? And at the same time, that connection, that relationship, can be a source of hurt and disappointment. How does that happen? Look at the divorce rate. How can something as beautiful as love be a source of so much bitterness and pain? Unfortunately, one of my friends went through a divorce that took four years. Four years of agony. But I'm a student of positive living. I know that what's happening inside me is far more important than what's happening out here in my life. I can't control outer circumstances or other people, lawyers or court calendars, but I can train my mind to see clearly with an open heart, even in the face of pain. In Abraham Maslow's famous hierarchy of needs, after our survival needs are met, the need to belong becomes our next priority. The need to belong is part of our nature. The connection with others is one of the most important sources of joy. Even Buddha said that having good friends is the whole, W-H-O-L-E, the whole of the holy life. Isolation and disconnection are very common wherever we look because we are living in a world filled with potential connections and relationships of all kinds. There are two people in my life who are outstanding examples of connecting with others. And the first one is my husband, Paul. Wherever he goes, whatever store he goes to, I don't care where it is, he's looking for name tags on everyone working there. And he always says their name. How are you doing, Denise? Hey, Sam, are you having a good day? He easily strikes up a conversation with anyone around him, and it makes a difference in their life, but also in his. 
The second person I admire for connecting with others is Dr. Barbara Leger. She's a minister and good friend here in Northern California. And when we go to lunch, it isn't long before she's having a discussion with the waitress about her family, her work, her health, or uh, what she loves about her job. Or she's talking to the woman at the next table about the beautiful dress she has on and where did she find it? Where did, where did she buy it? She's genuinely interested in people's stories. Dr. Barbara is quite a jewel. One of the tenets in the powerful philosophy called attitudinal healing is that we become a love finder rather than a fault finder. It requires being consciously aware because our minds are strongly programmed to find fault, to compare, evaluate, condemn, categorize. You, you got the list. You know it. We can find fault with the weather, with the news, with our family members, with the repairman with our bodies, or with the clothes we have on. But if you want to get out of that habit, I invite you to select a person with whom you would like to have a more harmonious relationship. And here's how to prepare for it. Take a piece of paper and make two columns. In the first column, write down of the fault finding you have about that person. In the second column, write some love finds something to love about them. Now which list is longer? Is it the fault find list? Well then continue the process until both lists are the same length and then add three more to the love find list. <laughs> it might be as simple as they like to raise goldfish or something, who knows, <laughs> or they had a beautiful barrette in their hair. And here's what's interesting. We perceive faults in others because we have some of the same faults in us. I know. It's really true. <laughs> we can project our faults onto organizations, on events, on objects, and ideas, and other people. So it's important to our, expand our ability to be a love finder. We do this by listening deeply to others. I mean really listening. What are their, what, what do they love? What do they cherish? What are they doing in life that makes them happy? And are you staying in the present moment with them? Are you rehearsing what you're going to say next instead of really listening? Are you really honoring that person's energy about what they're telling you? Don't interrupt them. Wait until they have completed their expression verbally and emotionally. And then directly look at that person while you're talking or listening. Choose which thoughts you want to feed, you want to support about what they said. And then be clear about the ones you don't want to feed. You don't want to feed their negativity. So with love, we have strength and radiate strength. And in this state, there's nothing to do. It's the highest state of personal energy possible. No thinking or trying. When we feel low energy or dissatisfaction, we only need to describe the good in our life to shift our attitude. And if you want more people to love, remember that most of those people we love today started out as strangers. So have fun with this, and thanks for joining me today. And bring lots of love into the world with your beautiful personality. Until next time, enjoy life. It's beautiful 
It's happy, it's loving, and it's precious. And so it is. <laughs>